Welcome back to another K-Dog and Fish podcast. I'm Fish. K-Dog. We're talking about FUBAR. The number one Chris is back, and he's still extracting. Ranking Melissa McCarthy's best roles. Let's go. FUBAR, we we both watch this series. You actually started it, mm-hmm. and then I think you were at episode three or four, yeah. and you're like, you have to watch this. I think it was three. And I got right into it and mm-hmm. binged it in a couple of days. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger, first time he's ever doing television, mm-hmm. like an actual like star of his own TV series. Yeah, I actually saw a trailer and I was like, oh, okay, this seems interesting. But yeah, the trailer was like okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I actually started watching it, and it might be one of the best shows of the year. I'm. It's so good. I mean, absolutely fantastic. It's so funny, action packed. All the characters, everybody yeah. in it. Uh, it's amazing. I just I love I it. Thought they nailed the casting. Mm-hmm. First, if you haven't seen it, we'll talk about the premise, right? And then we'll get into uh, dissecting the show, right? So Arnold is in real life seventy six years old, right? Uh, in the show, he's playing a sixty five year old. Yeah, he pulls it uh, off. He pulls it off. He pulls it off because it opens with him being an active CIA agent. Yeah, and before they get into the context of his age if for the show's purposes, mm-hmm. I'm like, why is he still an active yeah. CIA agent at seventy six years old? You think they would have pulled the plug on that, right? So he's actually playing a bit younger. He right. plays sixty five. And he wants to retire. Right. And gets forced back into action because of an old enemy's son. Yeah. And then, unbeknownst to him, his daughter is also involved in the CIA. Right. And that's something that was kept from him while he was an active agent. Yeah, it was It was actually a cool twist. It's a cool twist. I didn't see it coming. I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically it. He's also trying to win his ex-wife back now that he's trying to retire. Right. Even though he's been pulled back in, he's got this whole plan. Right. And then it's really just about, yeah, solving this one mission throughout the, the season, which is Eight episodes? Eight episodes, yeah. Yeah, I was hoping for ten. I thought it was ten. I was uh, so bummed out when yeah. I hit eight, and I was like, it's over. I'm like, oh. oh. Well, watch it again. Yeah, let's watch it again. Yeah. Uh, so the characters, I thought the casting was oh, great, yeah. but that's basically the entire premise, is they're trying to track down the son of a former, former enemy who Arnold had killed. Right. And he kind of actually felt bad for this kid mm-hmm. when that all happened and sent him off to boarding school and right. helped kind of get him set up yeah that was an interesting backstory yeah. to that, that he actually cared about the kid yeah and now he's just a psycho yeah you know well the so, kid of yeah. course yeah he was the son of a, a cartel and yeah. you know uh gun yeah dealer, you know, it is so what it is you know hey it, you're gonna you're gonna grow up effed up anyway the apple doesn't far too far <laughs> from the carrot truck one of those things. You know those things. Yeah. 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 Now, we got to talk about the cast because the yeah. girl who plays the his daughter, yeah. I recognize right away. Right. She is uh, Phoenix in Top Gun Maverick. She piloted with Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I loved, I liked her character. Oh, yeah. She's good. But she kills she's it She's great this in this. Yeah. Because yeah. in, in Top Gun Maverick, which is the only thing I'd seen her in. Yeah. It's everyone's in their flight suits. Everyone's just, they're doing the mission. And, and Top Gun Maverick is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. But everyone sort of plays their roles. And everyone's sort of the same character in a way that they're all fighter pilots. Mm-hmm. This gave her a little bit more as an actress. Yeah, she showed a lot of range. Yeah. Action. She had some comedic timing. Yep. You know, so that that you didn't see that in, uh, in Maverick. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. above anything, not only is this show fun to watch the stories like 
the plot's the plot. I, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill it over the plot. Yeah, don't dissect it too much. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's funny and it's action packed and it's just fun. It's a yeah. fun show. It's great how all the agents interact together. Yeah. And that's what I love about this show is they didn't try to jam pack it yeah. with A list actors. They picked people that like are obviously amazing actors, yeah. but you know, they're not very well known. Like um Milan Carter, who played Barry, yeah. who was basically Arnold's he you know, right hand man. man yeah. And he was great. Yeah. And I've never seen him in anything. We looked it up and he was yeah. in like an episode of The Neighborhood, which I do love that show. Yeah. But he was great in it. I loved him. I hadn't know? seen him in anything before and a great uh, shout out you guys know watching us that yeah. we love Funko yeah. and he does a Funko reference yeah. in the show yeah. uh, he's a huge hardcore nerd he has all of his toys out he's trying to impress a girl yeah. so he hides all of his toys yeah. and anything Arnold says to him something like the the dolls with the big heads. With the big heads. And yeah. he's like, those are called Funkos. Yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. like, oh, yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. But he was great. I thought uh, I'd never... I, the only actor I actually recognized yeah. was Fortune Femster. Yeah, Because she too. was on Last Comic Standing. She's yeah. a very famous stand-up. Oh, she's so funny. I'd seen her in a couple of small roles yeah. in TV and movies, but this... She... She was great. Did she steal it in a lot of ways? Arguably, yes. She had some killer lines. Yeah. Probably, I mean, the little bit that Adam Pauly was in it. Yeah. He stole his scenes. Yeah. He usually does. Yeah, Adam Pauly's uh, hilarious. So funny. But Fortune was just, like, every scene she was in, she made it work. Yeah. Like, she was so funny. And yeah. she was a part of a very, yes, they kept that crew really small. Right. As far as who was going on this Mission to find the uh, Boro was the was the, yeah the, I believe the that's guy. it yeah yeah and uh, her best friend who's yeah. also an agent who is in love with Arnold's daughter right I'd never seen him in anything no and he was funny too Travis Van Winkle Tra- that's a great name and I, that's his real name like that's I, his real name I was like that's the names <laughs> they make up in comedy movies you know so. But he was great too, Alden, yeah. Alden, 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 Alden. Yeah, and yeah. there was one part in there which reminded us of the interview mm-hmm. where they were talking about honey potting. Yeah, and that's where an agent goes undercover and uh, sleeps with a uh, an informant to yeah. get information out of them. They call it honey potting. Right. So that was a joke that we remembered from the movie The Interview mm-hmm. with Seth Rogen and James Franco. Yeah, and they mentioned honey potting in this show yeah now the funniest thing that killed me was uh when they kept calling him Pooh bear <laughs> yeah and they're all chanting Pooh. this mission requires Pooh bear and they just start chanting Pooh bear and then the person who had kind of been out of that group yeah. who didn't really know them said why do you call him Pooh bear yeah and because <laughs> he gets all the honey pots and i'm like that is a clever joke yeah it's, it's so, so funny. funny. So yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so good. Okay, but we got to talk about the fact that we know... I, was, I sat back there a little bit, so That's I might right. be a little bit... Uh, uh, it, was, it was obvious that this was Canadian... Yeah. ...produced and shot in Toronto. Yeah. We actually know that because we spoke to Tom Arnold about yeah. it at the Comic-Con, name-dropping. Um, Not a big deal. But... Uh, <laughs> Scott Thompson was amazing in it. If you don't know Scott Thompson, yeah. he was hugely famous, uh, still is for Kids in the Hall. Oh, so funny. And he plays a uh, psychotherapist yeah. who, for the CIA yeah. who is trying to get 
Arnold and his daughter kind of reconciling their relationship. Yeah. And he is absolutely hilarious. And yeah. there's a lot of Canadian actors. Right. Uh, Jay Baruchel. Was great also. Uh, yeah. Plays Arnold's daughter's fiance. Yeah. Uh, he was great. Yeah. Um, Jesse Camacho. Oh, yeah. Didn't have a very big, very big role. but I don't know, you know if he necessarily should have been in this. Yeah. Like, his role in the show is Arnold's cover yeah. is that he owns a gym, which yeah. I, makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so no, not a gym. He's a wholesale. He's sort of wholesale sells, sells, sells gym, gym equipment. equipment. Yeah. 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 So that's his, his cover job. Mm. And so there's a rival gym equipment sales team and it's twin brothers yeah and one is one is jack uh, like healthy yeah. guy yeah. who would sell gym gym equipment and the other is jesse <laughs> now, one, one's rode a spin bike <laughs> the other one hasn't <laughs> so jesse camacho no offense no doesn't look like he sells gym equipment right. i think that's part of it's a Part of the joke. He didn't really have a lot of lines that either. they're twins. He didn't. His dialogue was very but minimal. He's a great Canadian actor. I do like him. I do like him. A show that was shot completely in our hometown of Winnipeg called mm. Less Than Kind. Yeah. That show with Maury Chaikin, mm. uh, it's a great show. Yeah. Uh, I remember him. He was the star of that show. And they actually shot the scenes that are in their family home yeah. in that series on my mom's street. Yeah. In Winnipeg. Yeah, he's a great actor. I yeah. wish they, I wish they would have used him a little bit more. I agree. But still. And there was yeah. another actor we recognized that was also on Schitt's Creek. Uh, I don't remember his oh, name. Oh, I didn't write his name down. Uh, but he yeah, was the, yeah. He was the baby daddy of, uh, I got to get this right, Arnold's son's wife. Yeah, yeah. Was And they had a daughter, yeah. which he raises, but the baby daddy. Yeah, it's a little bit of a confusing story yeah i don't know if they actually needed to go the whole bone marrow trans yeah that was a little bit much i don't want to again pick apart the plot holes too much because i love the show yeah but the girl was like totally fine the next yeah like a yeah week she later. recovered really quick she recovered from needing bone marrow transplant yeah. surgery yeah. extremely quickly it was really good bone marrow yeah Top, we, of the, top of the line. Let's not dive in. We're not going to pick up. We're not going to unpack that. Let's no. just not get into that. Yeah. So, but yeah. great Canadian presence. You could tell it was shot in Canada. Yeah. And the use of all these great Canadian actors. And there's one more. Yeah. A buddy of mine, yeah. Alex Ponovic. I was awesome just seeing yeah. you. When actually I, told me. When I saw him, I was like, Fish! That's ah, Alex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you would yeah. recognize him. Most recently, he was one of the heads of the tracksuit gang yeah. in the Hawkeye TV. Tracksuit Mafia. Tracksuit Mafia. Yeah. In the Hawkeye series on yeah. uh, Disney Plus, but he's been in tons, tons of, of stuff. He's yeah. been in he's been doing it for thirty years. So yeah. he's been yeah. in a lot of stuff. But if you were to see him in Fubar, probably the most recent thing you would recognize him from would be Hawkeye. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was awesome. Also a Canadian actor, mm-hmm. and just any. I, well, we got to talk about Tom Arnold. Oh, okay, yeah, Tom Arnold had a cameo. Yeah, and he was. I mean, he's in two episodes. It's not really cameo. Yeah, but not main cast. Yeah, not main cast. But yeah, I would. Yeah, supplemental character. Yeah, yeah. But it's cool because of True Lies. Right. So Arnold and Tom are actually friends. They they go back way back to like the early nineties. Yeah. Uh, I think True Lies is ninety four. Ninety four. Yeah. And where they play partners in True Lies, so it was really cool to see Tom Arnold. He's in amazing shape. Yeah. Like for his age now and and for the issues that he's dealt with in the past like he looks yeah really good yeah at the comic-con Niagara falls comic-con you and i were like we could not wait to talk to, to talk tom arnold, arnold. and yeah. friday we the 
open the show at like three o'clock. I think we had to go talk to Tom Arnold at like three fifteen. Yeah, right away. <laughs> like, we're like, let's go talk to Tom Arnold. So we couldn't wait to just talk because to him. Because of Fubar too. Yeah. 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 He was really good. He yeah. plays uh, uh somebody who does uh not so nice interrogations yeah. Yeah. for the CIA and uh they utilize him really well. Yeah. So I enjoyed Tom Arnold in this. When we spoke to him, yeah. He did say he was coming back for season two. I don't know. Spoiler alert. I don't know if we're allowed to know that. Oh, we said it. Tom yeah. Arnold said he'll be back and there will be a season two of FUBAR. He told us that. So Hello. absolutely yeah. awesome yeah. Uh, seeing Tom Arnold in that. The last thing, I, I, as far as the characters, right. I got to talk about Arnold's wife in the show. I know you would. Who played Tally. I know you would. Now. You have mental deficiencies in the brain age. In, in the brain. There's things that you pick up on yeah. that normal humans no. do not. You're you're absolutely factual. So yeah. it's bugging me. I'm watching Fubar and I'm like, she looks so familiar. And then it hit me like a ton of bricks because it had been 25 plus years. She was a lot of vagina in Austin Powers, in the original Austin Powers film. You have mental... There's mental problems. Why do I remember that? Why do you remember that? I did. I remembered that. And you're like, did you recognize her? And I'm like, no, No. I don't think so. And then you tell me, and I'm like, why would I recognize her as that? Was she in a hot tub? (laughs) If they had done that, then that would have been an easy callback. Then maybe I would have recognized her, yeah. But But yeah, yeah. that was awesome. And then we were in Niagara, and on the TV in the hotel on AMC, we were watching Summer School. Yeah. And she was the Italian exchange student yeah, exactly. in summer school. And I was like, there like, she is again. Yeah. We're just talking about her and Fubar. Yeah. yeah. So that was awesome. And it was yeah. good to see that the girl who played Halata Fagina yeah. in Austin Powers was still working. And her current boyfriend in the in Fubar. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andy Buckley. Yeah. Is an awesome actor, too. He's the office. He's also in a lot of episodes of Shameless. Yeah. So funny. One episode yeah. of the league, yeah, where Peter was cheating on right. his wife, and he discovers it at a basketball game, right, and goes to punch Peter yeah. and hits Andre. Yeah, yeah. Always got to reference the league if we can. Oh, we can, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. But he's most notably from the Office. He was Michael Scott's boss mm-hmm. in the yeah. Office. Yeah, and he's a very funny actor, super tall. Yeah. Uh, but his stuff with Arnold because Arnold's trying to win his wife back was hilarious. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Very dry kind of yeah. sense of humor. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Now, towards the end, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen the show, uh, we haven't really given away much about the plot, but there's no. definitely spoiler warning here. Yeah. Towards the end of the show, there we know there's going to be season two, not just because Tom Arnold told us, right? but they set it up on such a cliffhanger mm-hmm. that they've all been outed, right. basically, uh, as CIA agents to everyone, including the rest of the family. Yeah. And they got what they referred to as burned. Yeah. So they're all in a vehicle traveling to who knows where all together. Yeah. In that, in the truck. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. At the end of season one. Yes. Yeah, episode eight. Yeah. Which I was bummed out because I thought there was a nine. I, was, I thought it was episode nine, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Where are they going now? And then I'm like, oh, it's over. Oh, it's over. Like, oh. But they did leave it on a cool cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. And Arnold is is doing, like we said at the beginning of the show, Arnold is first Netflix series, mm-hmm. first starring role on television. This is setting up, a, a I think, a bigger deal term with mm-hmm. Netflix. Because one, I saw him doing a very 
big commercial mm. with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that was a, that was a funny commercial. Extraction two, and yeah. they're both in an elevator at Netflix. Very funny commercial. You should yeah. watch it. And then Netflix launched the Arnold documentary, which you've watched. I, I watched it. Watch it was it. interesting. Episode yeah. one, eh. Episode two, eh. About the movie. Episode right. three, yes and no. But yeah, but yeah. But it's I, still good. Yeah. Worth, worth watching. Three-part documentary on yeah. Netflix episode about two, Arnold. Episode two is the best. It's all about his film career. Film career. So absolutely, so, yeah. I And then last night, mm-hmm. we're at the time of recording this. Yeah. There was a huge Netflix reveal show of things happening coming up on Netflix. Yeah. And Arnold was went out on stage yeah. and did a Stranger Things teaser. That's crazy. And the whole thing is the reason they had Arnold is he's part of the Netflix promotion now. Yeah. But they had Arnold do it because Linda Hamilton from Terminator is going to be in season five of Stranger Things. And they had Arnold introduce it. That's cool. So if That's you cool. haven't seen that announcement yet, you're hearing it. Here with us, Linda Hamilton will be in season five of Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and it was really cool to have Arnold promote it. That's pretty awesome. So I really do feel like, you know, because if you take Arnold's movies after returning from being the governor of California, nah. I mean, there's some movies that he did that I really enjoyed, yeah, but nobody else enjoyed them. <laughs> <laughs> so the one with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> I can't even remember the name. Yeah, I'm skipping my yeah. mind right the now. Last the Last Stand. The Last Stand. I love that movie. It was great, <laughs> you know. But nobody else liked it. So, so I this mean, this is a lucrative deal. Yeah, and Arnold gets into a really cool project. Gets a do Netflix do streaming service stuff, yeah. and not have to worry about trying to fill the seats in theaters and leave that. Yeah. To the to the Tom Cruises and the yeah. and the Vin Diesels. Oh yeah, we've got Fast and the Furious 11, 12, 13, <laughs> and I heard they just started writing fourteen. Perfect. Can't it doesn't take long. No, they get a script like done. Like they do it like Mad Libs. Three days. Yeah, three days. Like, give me a give me an ex uh, WWE star. Yeah, start to finish. Start to finish. We got a gap here. No problem. Blow sh- up. Boom. Gasoline. Yeah. Okay. Big. No. It's just dynamite. Pictures of dynamite all over the all over the script. Uh, have we used magnets before? What are yeah, we, doing? we did magnets. What all do right. you want to do here? How about uh, you want to launch? Uh, you want to launch Ludacris back into space? I don't see why not. I like the cut of your jib. Let's work it right into that script there and let launch him right back up to Uranus. <laughs> but Arnold signing a big deal with Netflix, I think, is super smart at his mm. age. TV's a lot less i think on his production schedule than let's say trying to do a movie and then and yeah getting ticket sales right. like this is a good move and it's a great thing for netflix i think the the reviews on fubar mm-hmm. have been amazing mm-hmm. uh we highly recommend it i mean yeah. uh, any final thoughts well, about the show or it's a great way for them for when i say them even him and stallone doing tulsa king yeah on the paramount network to keep their career going and yeah not feeling the pressure of like Box yeah we got to do a you know hundred million dollar budget movie yeah. and you know if we don't you know bring in you know 1.2 billion dollars yeah. studios pissed at us you yeah. know so yeah i think it's great i yeah. think both of them i think a lot of older actors yeah. who can't put the butts in the seats in theaters mm. anymore going to tv series yeah. are great i love tulsa king yeah it's dark it's great Except for the last episode it, yeah we'll we'll talk about that and when season two starts yeah. we'll, we'll 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 talk about yeah. that well this had to have a budget too it's it had a lot of action it had a lot of but like yeah. there was got to be some good 
cash put into this. They didn't. They didn't so. cheap out on it. No, so. and you're gonna know if they're gonna try and get Arnold to star in a TV series if they're yeah. backing up the Brinks truck for yeah. him too. So, exactly. Yeah. 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 I loved it. It was funny. It was clever. Uh, we didn't even delve much into Adam Pally's uh, guest cameos. It was the, great. The Great Dane. Yeah. We highly recommend it. It's fun. It's funny. It's action-packed. The relationship between Arnold and his daughter is mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. It's great to see her from Top Gun Maverick do something else. Mm-hmm. I, abs- I think Jay Baruchel got done dirty. Yeah. But... I'll leave that up to everyone else. Oh, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I don't yeah. think he got justice out of his role, but yeah, he's yeah. in that truck with them now. Right, right. So will that come ahead in season two? He's going to have a bigger role. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely two. needed a bigger role in this. I'm just saying. Because we love Jay. They've done him dirty. Yep. Uncle Vinny here for Sazerac Italian Whiskey. So smooth, it goes down easier than a bored housewife after giving her a fur coat you found off the back of a truck. Cut. What? What did I say? Anyways, best wishes from Vinny Fishes. Salut. So the extraction movie he plays... Uh, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. There's going to be some spoilers. If you haven't seen Extraction 2 or 1... He's still extracting. He's, <laughs> he's still extracting. If you didn't get it from yeah. the title... So you know? he is a mercenary for hire. Yeah. And he is paid to go in and extract yeah. people from horrible situations. Right. Now, the sequel takes place after he almost died in the first movie. Right. Uh, the first movie, just quick, he was in uh, India. There mm-hmm. was a son of a rival drug uh, lord uh, who got kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And he went in to go e- extract him. Extract him. Now, the one. Some thing- people say save. Yeah, no, they say extraction. We are extracting. Yeah. And yeah. he did such a good job with the film. Chris Chris Hemsworth. It, yeah. It, oh, Chris Hemsworth's a good role for he's, him. He's a pimp. He's huge. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. he bulked up to do Thor. Yeah. This helps him with this role. Like, he's just physically mm. dominating. Right. But the whole, the, the, re, the cool thing about these movies is mm. the action style. Right. So... It's it's very John Wick in the way that there's this continuous shot of mm-hmm. action mm-hmm. and the camera is following that action. Yeah. In what seems, and I'm sure there are very subtle cuts, but it looks like a one-take thing. Mm-hmm. And that mixed with just constant people coming at you, taking this person out, going on to the next one, just reminds me very much of John Wick style. Yeah, no, I get that. And yeah, yeah. but this in a in a more militant you know, military extraction format. But yeah. when I was looking up about the film after the first movie, I noticed that the Russo brothers wrote it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know them, they were in, you know, they were in charge of Avengers Endgame and, yeah. and a bunch of the uh, Avengers films. Mm-hmm. And they're amazing at this action explains the Chris Hemsworth relationship. And Joe Russo wrote the screenplay and the mm-hmm. both of them, the Russo brothers did the story. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking at the director who I, I didn't recognize his name. He was actually the stunt coordinator for the Russo brothers on every Marvel movie they worked on. That's cool. So that leads to the question, which I think this guy answered. If you're really good at coordinating stunts for an yeah. epic blockbuster movies like the marvel films Mm -hmm. does that make you a good director of action for a movie like this and i think the answer is yes like they're so well choreographed yeah because you are doing like a one take thing yeah with the action following you it's just Mm -hmm. it's extremely precise it's extremely well choreographed Mm -hmm. the plot to these movies is uh it doesn't matter 
Well, like I just I mean, it was it was it was what it was, right? You're not I mean, watching it for that. It's you know, come on, you know, yeah. it's not Silence of the Lambs, you know, but, like it's uh, you know, you're you're getting it, you know what's going, you know what's going to happen. There's no like this person's being held by somebody that shouldn't be held by. We get, and it. he's got to go in and extract them out. We got that, it. You're that's the plot. I actually don't think there'd be a lot of words. As far as dialogue for the script is concerned. Yeah. Because you're just saying he's got to get from here to here. Yeah. And then it's just all stylized action. There's no dialogue. Yeah. Like when they said, like, again, they they gave him a lot of creative liberties. Yeah. I did read about that. So they just said, if you're running down and you're shooting your machine gun, if you want to go, I'm extracting. You can do that, whatever you want to do. I don't think he did that. They were like, you can just run with yeah. it, you know. Any sort of the, the Arnold Anything yeah. you want to throw in there, like that Netflix commercial where Arnold was in the, the elevator, yeah. which is really funny. But t- Punch and I like, teeth out. I like them throwing in the uh, the Rocky Four kind of thing where he's in the cabin and he's like getting himself back in shape. Oh, in the sequel. Yeah, because he was super yeah. dead in the first so one. we got to talk about that. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. It's fine. It's fine. We you only know? want to talk you know? about the first movie really is as a comparison for if the sequel kind of holds up. Yeah. And the first one I really enjoyed. Yeah. And I you're into it. It's tense. There's crazy action. Yeah. The guy who also worked for the uh rival drug lord whose son's been kidnapped, mm-hmm. that guy was like an Indian Antonio Banderas. Gotcha. All right. Like mm-hmm. from from Assassins. Oh. That's what he reminded me of. Okay. Yep. And it with the long hair and the ponytail, and he yep. literally wouldn't die. Gotcha. The two yep. of them battling each other, but then Coming together because it's for the sake of of getting that kid out. Right. The other guy doing it because the drug lord threatened to kill his mm-hmm. family. So right. I just thought he reminded me of Antonio Banderas from Assassins. I'm just saying. Assassins was so good. Watch it. Uh, really good movie uh, yeah. from the early 90s with him and Sylvester Like Stallone. 93. 93, 94. Yeah. yeah. Watch it. So anyway, that to the, to the whole point of yeah. this being a really cool stylized uh, choreographed action film mm-hmm. the sequel starts off with him like he literally you you watching the end of the first extraction you're like oh he dead yeah oh, he was dead <laughs> he, he, was, he was pretty dead he was pretty dead maybe not a hundred percent but he's pretty close getting onto that yeah. bridge and yeah. then getting shot in the neck and falling into the water he's bleeding out he's pretty much dead already and that sort of sealed it but the kid got out so that was the whole thing is this a one and done Thing. Now, there was a very sneak peek glimpse mm-hmm. of a, a silhouette of what looked like him yeah. at the very end of the first film, mm-hmm. visiting the kid again now that it had been a few months later. But the sequel doesn't really play to that because the sequel, he's in the hospital completely yeah. um, re- in a coma mm-hmm. and then recovering from his uh, thing. And then we do get the Rocky Four montage. Right. After Idris Elba, who's mm. now entered the movie right. uh, franchise, uh, with a very brief cameo, but mm-hmm. it sets up towards the end where I believe he's now going to be giving Tyler Rake. We didn't even say the character's name, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Tyler Rake's not a great name. If you no. take movies like these, they're yeah. always got the t- the the titles, the character's name, yeah, like John Wick, mm-hmm. Jason Bourne. Those those sort of movies. You always have the character's name as the title. Yeah. I'd never call this movie Tyler Rake. I think you yeah. could have done a little bit better. Also, fun fact, mm. in the first movie, he uh, kills a guy with a rake. Yeah, the, na- the name is not great. It's not a great name. It's not a great name. So. I don't. I think you could have done better than Rake. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'd also uh, like to point out I'm not a doctor by any means. Yeah. But... If you're going to get shot somewhere, in the neck is not the best place. It was literally... It was not like it was in the leg or something, right? 
So I guess I could only assume that when he fell into the river, yeah. that a fish swam up and plugged the hole in his yeah. neck. I think that's what happened. That's probably what happened. I, I mean, that, that's the only logical reason, because that's what would stop the blood. He should have died. Yeah, yeah, a fish obviously swam into it, yeah. thinking it was a cave, not a bullet hole. Got it. And plugged the blood from he coming just out. Got fish blocked. That I, well, that makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, he wakes up in that hospital. Anyway, he's got a new mission because mm. this. Uh, now we're in uh, the uh, outside of the uh, USSR in uh, the country of of Georgia, mm-hmm. and there's another gang member. And his brother is in prison. Yeah. And he he was allowed to have his family in prison with him so he could watch over them. Yeah, which pretty, also didn't make a lot of sense. It's pretty loosey goosey prison, I'm not gonna uh, lie, but I don't know what's going on there. And they yeah. were they were powerful enough to arrest the guy, but yeah. loosey goosey with the rules enough to let him have his family in prison yeah. with him. We're gonna arrest you, but you can bring your family with you. Bring your family, it'll be it'll be fine. And your family's kinda like, well, you're the one who did all the <laughs> Yeah, why, do, why do I gotta go to why prison? Why do I gotta be in here? You know? I think it was very controlling and they tried to play it like that, but yeah. I, I don't get the rules of, you know, you're you're bad enough that you, we arrested you, yeah. but you're, you know, powerful enough that we'll let you have your family in a microwave and. Well, they do that in Saskatchewan. TV Saskatchewan, that, that, that pretty, goes. Pretty loosey goosey. In Saskatchewan. You could so, do a lot of things in prison. He had to extract the, the because, yeah. fun fact, that prisoner's wife yeah. is his ex's his ex, chris hemsworth's ex-wife's sister right right yeah <laughs> right which sure sure, sure. Why okay not? why not his ex-sister-in-law i don't think anyone's gonna watch this movie after this anyway because no, I, it's good it's i don't good. think it's we're good. really giving it like it's good i you're, mean again you're okay. not watching right. this for the plot Okay. You're not watching this. You're making that clear. The only okay. thing I didn't like about the prison extraction yeah. Yeah. portion uh-huh. was the prison yard scene was too much. Yeah. Oh There's yeah. Too many people. Yeah, it was over the top. Yeah. It wasn't as like in the, especially in the first movie when he's like trying to get from point A to point B yeah. and you're running through buildings and it's like okay I'm coming across one bad guy. Yeah. I kill him. Yeah. I find cool ways to do it by yeah. the way. Yeah. Do the next guy the next guy I'm using a guy to kill the next guy like yeah. cool choreograph. Right. In the prison yard it's just a. It's, but too, it's too, too many. Much. He's it's getting attacked by like seven people, and it's just took like, a brick to the head. Yeah, and yeah. he had what I would define as a three-second concussion. He just yeah. went, oh, "Yeah, that's smarted," and then he was back to <laughs> back to normal. He was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> he took a brick to the head. Yeah, and meanwhile, he's six weeks out from being in a coma. <laughs> He was doing pretty good for himself. But the training montage, that, that helps seal the deal. Yeah. Well, and honestly, that cabin would soothe anyone's good aching God, bones. Good cabin. It was good. Even I looked at Brenda's. I'd live in there. Okay. That's a nice cabin. He's even got a car. He's driving around. What the hell? He's having a good time. So he gets <laughs> you know? he gets everyone out. Yeah. Uh, and then they have to uh, lay low. Mm. And they're doing it in, I believe, Dubai. After No, uh, Vienna. They're in mm-hmm. Austria. Mm-hmm. That, so they escape out of whatever the prison area. They yeah. have a safe house in, in Austria. Yeah. And that's when, and probably the worst thing about this movie, and again, I like this movie, maybe mm-hmm. not as much as the first, yeah. but the, the guy's son. The yeah. prisoner, they, yeah. they killed the they killed that guy to, to escape, and now the, the crime lord brother who's yeah. the uncle yeah he's texting the uncle hey i'm here yeah that to me like that kid was whiny he yeah. was he was a, he was a i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it he was a bitch 
He was a little bitch. He was a little bitch. We'll yeah. be if I was Chris Helmsworth, if I was Tyler Rake, yeah. I would have been like, listen. You're being a little bitch. <laughs> I know you're attached to him, being that he's your son. Yeah. But I think I'm going to have to throw him off a bridge. Yeah. Because he's messing up all the shit I'm doing. Yeah. You know? Saying that to the mom. To the mom. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah. listen, you're, I know you like him. Yeah. I don't blame you. He's cute. He looks like he's a great kid. Probably yeah, actually, you know who he looks yeah, like? Yeah. Can, but, I, can I please point this out? Sure. Just bugging the shit out of me yeah he looks exactly like john francis daly yeah okay from, yeah, yeah, from yeah, waiting yeah. from waiting okay, the, gotcha. he's older now so when john francis daly was in waiting yeah the hair the face the stupid look on his face yeah. all of it yeah was john francis daly from waiting okay I'm just saying i definitely see that as well yeah yeah but he was ruining everything he ruined everything like chris Hemsworth has got to just be like we gotta come like, on man let's, we gotta ditch this kid the helicopter's coming the helicopter's like, coming what did you do yeah it's like you got another kid. You're good to go. Like let's. I just need to toss this. Toss. Let's move on with this kid. Like let's. let's anyway, he the ruined one, everything. The one thing about yeah. how he ruined it, yeah. I felt was a bit. And again, I liked the the action. I liked yeah. these movies. Yeah. But that was like, the, they're on the plane. Yeah. To Vienna, and the and the head um, operative chick who's in charge yeah uh, her her character's name is nick who's yeah. a badass i love her i yeah. think she's a great character fights more in this movie than she did in the first movie but her brother her yeah. brother's on the plane and he's got a satellite phone yeah or satellite attachment to an encryption for a cell phone yeah and leaves it yeah in his armrest on the plane yeah the kid takes it starts texting his uncle yeah what's up right yeah Instead of putting the phone back, yeah, he keeps it yeah. and was texting again in the safe house in Vienna. The brother, yeah. he didn't even know that his phone was like, oh man, where was that encrypted phone that yeah. I had? Like you just lost your phone? He didn't even attempt to look for yeah. it. Yeah, have you seen your gun? So if he had put like, it, I maybe, left my you know, wallet somewhere. Yeah, has anybody seen my 9mm? <laughs> it, was lying, it was lying around here. If he had put the fo- yeah. used it, put the phone back, yeah. I would have bought it. Yeah. The fact that he kept the secret phone yeah. and was still in the safe house texting his, uh, yeah. his uncle from the bathroom, yeah. I'm like... He should have come back to his seat. His phone's gone. There's only one douchebag kid sitting there. So anyway, maybe I left Where's it in the washroom. Phone? No, he didn't leave in the washroom. It's the kid texting his uncle right there, telling him, we're on a plane, we're going. We're going, we gotta go. Come save me, oh my God. Yeah, I'm in Vienna, come get me. Anyways, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyways, but anyways, that silly plot point aside, yeah. the action after that on the train was my favorite part of the of the sequel. Yeah, I don't know where that train came from. That didn't make a lot of sense. But that's just that's neither here nor there. Completely armored because train. That train was very armored. Yeah. It was pretty hooked up. I mean, but who cares? Because we're not talking about plot or no, realities or any of that kind of stuff. Take all that. Yeah. That train, the whole train scene. Was awesome. Amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. I would actually yeah. say that's my favorite part of the sequel. Yeah. So they get through that part, and then they finally, uh, they're going to meet up because they got to get the son back, the whiny, horrible son. I would have just left him. Um, and they go, to, he calls him, right? And then he, he's like, I'm not coming to negotiate. Yeah, well, that was a good line. That was a great line. That was a great line. I did like that line. Yeah, and then yeah. the fight at the end, though, even though they had a big fight at the... Um, at the safe house in Vienna, yeah. I felt like the fight was a little too easily won by Chris Hemsworth's character at the end mm. in that church. I, I felt that was just a little too... Too quick. Too quick and easy. Yeah, I'm going to overpower you. and After the prison yard you. scene where he, yeah. <laughs> where he killed 70 guys. Yeah. Uh, I just felt it was a little... Yeah. Too easy. All right. uh, the finale yeah, uh, really. fight. Honestly, at that point, I was just like, "Let's get this over with." 
But I will say this. The action, the direction, and mm. I want to give a shout out to the the director. Yeah. Because Sam Hargrave, who we mentioned mm. earlier, stunt coordinator for Marvel films and the Russo brothers, mm. his direction style and choreography is mm. is amazing. Mm. He is I get that. Yeah. Amazingly can can organize these action sequences and then film it. Mm-hmm. Amaz- he actually had, I don't know if you I looked it up after, but he had uh, two he had cameos in both films. Yeah, I didn't. So in the first film, he's the guy with the crazy long beard who is sharpshooting on the on the on the boat that they're supposed to escape originally from, and that got that plan got foobarred. So okay. they had to he so he got killed. Gotcha. And then in the beginning of the second movie, he's digging a grave at the at the uncle's estate. And then they put that politician in it. Oh, I remember that. Okay, he yeah, wouldn't yeah. get his his brother out of uh, right, or they extended his brother's sentence or whatever. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, so yeah, there was yeah, a guy yeah. just digging a grave. That, that was, was him? the director. Yeah. Oh, so right. two director cameos. All right. Um, but he did such a great job directing. Mm. Yeah. That you can tell that he does. He's a stunt coordinator and, mm-hmm. and stunt director. Like he, yeah. it was. He did such a good job. Oh, I'll give him his props. I thought it. Was, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Extraction Two. It's worth watching, especially for that train scene, mm-hmm. and it's it's a good follow up. I like the first one better. Yeah, that's just my opinion. I didn't hate it. It was it was an action movie, right? So yeah. I like Helmsworth, you know, and the action was great. The kid sucked, but I mean, besides that, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was it was a good. The movie. kid was horrible. The kid, the kid, the daughter was cute, and yeah. she went along with the plan. Wherever we're dragging you, you're yeah. you're coming along. She broke her arm, and there yeah. were. Helping just like she was just a part of the action. Yeah, the kid was annoying. It would have been funny if there was a little bit of like they worked in a little Chris Helmsworth comedy where he's like sitting there with the daughter and just yeah. goes, You know, your brother's a pill, eh? <laughs> you know, like you know, that would have been funny, you, you know, know like, like brother's a real wet blanket, you know, like seriously. She'd be like, I know, you know, he ruins everything, he ruins everything. Yeah, he's gonna get a super kill, including our extraction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also do feel like, yes, uh, Tyler Rake's character probably should have died in both movies and. In multiple, yeah. multiple parts. Wow. But I feel like the creative ways in which he was doing his kills. Yeah. Amazing. And the one take, actually, I did want to mention this too. I felt like I'd seen it a couple of times in movies before, but something that the director did really well. The action is outside of the moving vehicle mm-hmm. and the camera seemingly comes inside the vehicle. Yeah. And it's then their POV. Yeah. Like to me, that was like, and it's seamless. Yeah. There may be a that? cut. There may not be a cut. Yeah. Uh, B-Money was saying they possibly hand off the camera to somebody else mm-hmm. who's then like it's coming up to the vehicle and there's no front on the vehicle and mm-hmm. it's passed to somebody else who's now mm. inside. What, however they did it. Maybe was, it's on a drone. Maybe. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Drone technology. Drone technology. I thought that that was mm-hmm. wicked. I I'd seen it maybe a couple of times, mm-hmm. but they did it really well. Very seamless, like mm-hmm. from the action going from your from being outside of the vehicle to inside. Yeah, uh, completely seamless. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it was genius. The yeah. the the way to make it look like this action is completely done in one take mm-hmm. in certain scenes. It has to take so much timing. The everything has to be positioned correctly. Everyone mm-hmm. has to hit their marks as yeah. you're moving and moving and moving and doing that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you ever seen 1917. Um, no, I never saw that. The war film. Yeah, it was up for best picture, and it's like the whole movie. Yeah, was tried to do it as if it was 
one take following that action of these two soldiers' journey mm. and the cameras following them through all of that. Mm. And it's such a cool way to shoot a movie. Mm. So hats off to the director for for doing that with these extraction films. Right. And it's it's just awesome to watch. If I know we're on the plot a bit and other stuff, but ah. you're watching it for these action sequences and Chris Hemsworth being really good at what he's doing. I recommend it. I'm just saying my final take is Extraction 2 is worth the watch, mm. but number one is better. I, I like them both. I mean, yeah. I'm neither here nor there. You know, which yeah. one's better? Okay. You know? That's fair. It was a good movie. I enjoyed they it. They are what you they know? are. They are what they are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's cool that they are Netflix. You're not worrying about trying to hit box office. Like, you're yeah. you're getting these streamers and people. It's something fun to watch. I like Helmsworth. He's a badass. Yeah. He's a badass in these. Yeah, yeah. Got to change that name, though. Whoever decided on Tyler Rake. You could have gone with anything. Yeah. They were with Joe. They had Joseph Ho. I think Leaf Blower would have gone better. Yeah. Larry yeah. Leaf Blower. Yeah. Tyler Rake. They Rake had a bunch was... of different ones to come with. The Rake didn't work. Sam Shovel. Yeah. They were all there. Sam Shovel's got to go right They went it. with. Because yeah. he digs your grave. Yeah, he digs your grave. That's a that's you can't right? you can't, Sam you can't write that stuff. That's Samuel Shovel. Yeah, like yeah. Hi, it's me, K Dog. Do you have spare time and easily get frustrated with an activity? Forget about golf. Try Lego. Hours and hours of frustration and joy all built into one activity. Denmark finally got something right with these little plastic bricks from hell. Recently, the topic came up because the brand new live action Little Mermaid is out. And mm -hmm. we're talking about Melissa McCarthy. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Rocky P, fan of the show, mm -hmm. uh, was like, oh, I'd love for you guys to do a podcast about Melissa McCarthy. Because gotcha. she's so funny. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we got to talk about it. So we want to do the show for you ranking Melissa McCarthy's best roles. Okay. So some of the movies, not great. It doesn't mean that her character wasn't. Mm -hmm. So... It's not her best films, mm -hmm. but really her best characters. Gotcha. Now, I don't know about you, but I was a huge Mike and Molly fan back in the day on CBS. I never watched you one never watched that show? I never watched one episode of it. it. I feel bad saying that, but I haven't. Really funny. Yeah. Great sitcom. It yeah. was on uh, CBS's Truck Glory show. Of course, that guy can literally make a, a sitcom and print money. Like the, yeah, the guy yeah. behind Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. All that Chuck Lorre's crazy. So mm -hmm. Michael Molly was a hit. Yeah. But it was really Melissa McCarthy became a star with yeah. that show and how funny th she is. Right. And then right away, because that show is 2010 to 2016. Yeah. 127 episodes. Mm -hmm. 2011 mm -hmm. was Bridesmaids. Right. That was kind of like her breakout role. She played Megan. Yeah. In, in yeah. movies. In movies. Yeah. 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 Like she'd done a little bit of stuff uh, mm -hmm. previously. Like it's not, these were her first acting jobs by any means, yeah. but she became famous really with Mike and Molly. And then it was bridesmaids and they kind of collided around the same time. And her role, like out of everybody and you have mega stars. Oh yeah. You like with Kristen uh, Wiig, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph. Yeah. And then uh, the mom from Goldberg's. <laughs> yeah, Wendy something. Yeah, yeah, who's amazing. She's so funny. So, yeah, ins insane cast. Insane yeah. cast. But Melissa McCarthy stood she stole out. The movie. She stole the entire movie. Entire movie she stole. And we're talking like Kristen Wiig is one of the funniest women in history. Yeah. I mean, straight up, she is one of the most talented female comedians I've ever seen in my entire life. Right. 
And Melissa McCarthy stole that movie. Mm-hmm. She was so funny. The stuff of her on the plane, right? Uh, with her or her husband, who yeah. cameos in everything that she does. Yeah, Ben Falcone. Yeah, uh, he played the air marshal. Yeah, that was such a funny. All scene. the stuff that she improvises, I think she's yeah. one of the funniest. Uh, like I- improv, yeah. comics off the cuff, off the cuff lines. Mm-hmm. There was a a scene that i saw from this is 40 okay the sequel from knocked up with yeah. paul rudd and she's uh she's at the school she's either the teacher or the principal and everything she does in her entire speech to paul rudd yeah and his wife uh jed apatow's wife i can't remember her name off the top uh of leslie man leslie man yeah was completely improvised okay and it was insane Paul Rudd couldn't keep a straight face. I don't even and remember Melissa in McCarthy that. just it's like okay. a bonus scene. Yeah, okay. It's just it's not like it's more of a cameo. Okay, yeah. Anyway, Melissa McCarthy stole Bridesmaids. Right. And if you were gonna rank her best films mm-hmm. or rank her best characters, yeah. Bridesmaids has to be right near the top. It's up there for sure. Yeah. So then after that, uh she had Identity Thief. Yeah. Where with she played Diana. The man. Jason Bateman. The Bateman. Well, our, yeah. Pretty much our, probably our hands down favorite comedian of the last oh, so, 10 years. So funny. 12 years. That was years. coming after Horrible Bosses, I believe. Feel like it would be around it. Was, but yeah. Jason yeah. Bateman was on a, on a heater. Yeah. And then she played the con artist stealing his identity. Yeah. The two of them on the road when she throat punches them. Oh, yeah. She's so funny in it. It's just. Yeah. I, and she's such a good mix of physical. Yeah. Comedy, but being completely R-rated too at the same time. Yeah, I, I can't tell you how like insanely talented she is. Extremely underrated movie for sure. Yeah. Identity, Identity Thief. Thief. But in that same year, she did the PS de la Resistance, which okay. was the Heat. That is that is really funny. Like so, it's Sandra Bullock. The two of them are cops. Yeah, and they're at odds with each other. They're two different, totally different types of cops. Yeah, and the stuff that Sandra Bullock... Sandra Bullock was okay in the movie. Yeah. It's Melissa McCarthy. She was the straight man, basically. Yeah. You know? She did have Sa- some, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, yeah. But she did have some pretty good lines. Yeah. She did, especially towards the end. Yeah. It was also directed by Paul Feig. Yeah. So, who did Bridesmaids. So, who's awesome at everything. But she... But uh, Melissa McCarthy plays uh, Lieutenant Mullins. Yeah. And <laughs> the thing... I've, I've watched The Heat... No word of a lie, fifty times. Okay, fifty easily, fifty times. It, it, the stuff that she says, yeah, and she's so nasty. Yeah, uh, it's my it's my favorite role. I know we'll rank it at the end. Yeah, but I honestly, I that movie was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. And it it killed at the box office. Yeah. like it, yeah. it destroyed for a comedy. It did really well in the box office. Mm. And I would you argue that this is her most r-rated sort of joke film like a lot of it is offside but yeah would you say the heat was the most r-rated yeah i think so yeah i think as far as the temperament of jokes yeah the jokes are nasty offside what she was doing to that albino oh i know uh fbi guy oh my god the Oh, so funny. I want to know, like, the outtakes of, yeah. of shit they didn't put in the yeah. movie. I don't know how they kept a straight face. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. And then after that, I want to say we're getting into 
Tammy or the boss? Uh, Tammy was after that. Okay. And then and then there was Spy, and then in the middle of that was St. Vincent, which was the dr- more dramedy. Oh, yeah. With uh, it, it's more of a dramedy because it's it's it, funny. It's funny. Yeah. And it's, Bill Murray was great in it. Yeah. And she plays uh, the mother to the son who Bill Murray befriends, and yeah. It's, but it's that's actually a really good movie, very underrated. So, so yeah. With as far as comedy rules, yeah, I remember being really excited about Tammy, yeah, and at, because of the heat, mm-hmm. and Tammy was not a good movie. No, Tammy was not a great movie. No. And I, I didn't. It was, it was her and Susan Sarandon. Yeah, and Susan Sarandon was her alcoholic grandmother. Yeah, but just the character that that Melissa McCarthy played, like Tammy, yeah, was completely unlikable, and just yeah. didn't work. Um, yeah, no. Also, we really love the the guy Pete from the league. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the? He was the love interest. The love interest. Yeah, and that made no sense. Yeah, on it didn't really add up any levels. Yeah, and then the whole Kathy Bates they had no thing. No chemistry. And yeah, remember oh, Kathy yeah, Bates? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. No, I just it didn't work. Yeah. And that was the first movie that uh, her husband directed. Okay, so... Because that's the new thing right now, is he writes and directs pretty much all her stuff. So once you got big enough, Mm -hmm. uh, and she's doing Mike and Molly this entire time, by the way, up to this point. Yeah, because you're still in... Until 2016. You're like 2014 right now when Tammy came out, yeah. So she could write her own ticket. After the box office success of Bridesmaids was actually a huge box office uh, Mm -hmm. film. And The Heat, Identity Mm -hmm. Thief, I don't think made as much money as... The heat. I remember the mm. heat killing it in the box office. Yeah. But you could basically write your own ticket. Right. And she's like, well, my husband is who cameos and all these things. He's also a, a very funny writer and and wants to direct. Yeah. So I he got to direct Tammy. Yeah. And either they wrote it together or he did the screenplay and it was not good. It was not great. No. Not great. No. No. So and that I didn't, one. I didn't that like one. The role either. Like it just wasn't funny. No. Spy was good. Spy was great. That was 2015. And yeah. that was kind of a different role for her. Yeah. You know? Because she was... It was still funny, but she was more of the straight lace because she was the agent. Yeah. You know? Like, she wasn't... She wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. She yeah. had some funny lines, but she didn't really... Statham really brought the humor. Statham killed it. Statham I, killed it. It know? actually... It was yeah. one of the one of the best parts was the, all of the Statham scenes. People do yeah. not talk about Jason Statham's timing. Because he is he's not known for comedy. No. We're no. talking action guy. He's the yeah. transporter, lock, stock, two smoking barrels. Yeah, that that the god, Meg, the that g- goddamn shark, stupid shark movie keeps messing with him. Got washboard abs into his late fifties. Yeah, that's that's what people know Jason Statham for, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, but what you don't know is that he is funny. He's hilarious. He's and so the funny. Spy gives you that. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. stole the whole movie, but. Melissa McCarthy was still really good. In it. Really good. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So shortly after that, I think we got The Boss, mm-hmm. where she was like this uh, almost uh, businesswoman who went to jail. Uh, Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. <laughs> Why did I blank on that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was a Martha Stewart type character. Yeah. And um, when she gets out, who else? Who was the other star in that? Wasn't Reese Witherspoon? No, no. It was uh, Dax Shepard's wife. Oh, that Kristen Bell. Why was I blanking on that name? Yeah, I blanked on Martha Stewart. You Kristen blanked. Bell's gonna watch us and go, "I have a name, mother." <laughs> I'm not just Dak Shepard's wife. Yeah, uh, Kristen Bell, who's really funny. That's so funny. Yeah, uh, I love the Good Place. Yeah, um, and lots of stuff she's done. But yeah. the boss was funny. 
It was Boston, really. Yeah, I think she played that character really well. And it was an offside character. Yeah. And I rank it right below the heat for me oh, in terms of it because she okay. was offside in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was. The thing she said to the kids, the Girl Scouts. Oh, it was so funny. That was crazy. I wish uh, we could say some of these jokes on the show. Oh, my God. It was. We're going to so, get banned. It was so offside. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I recommend mean, it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. The boss was great. Unfortunately, that same year, they did Ghostbusters. Okay. So that one. Not funny. Not uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, didn't need it. Uh, I applaud, like, the comedic talent. Yeah. If you said, I got a movie and it's with Kristen Wiig and Kate McKinnon from uh, Leslie Jones, all from SNL, yeah. and Melissa McCarthy, I'm like, and then um, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> plays the, the secretary. I'm like, this sounds amazing. I'm in. But it, yeah. was, it was really bad. Yeah, the movie just didn't work. Just didn't work. It's too bad too because yeah, you're right. Like the the talent, the the comedic talent is off the Insane. charts. Insane. Yeah. Like Leslie Jones is yeah, she's hilarious. Kate McKinnon's hilarious. They're all hilarious, right? Yeah. So and that was Paul um, Feig as well. So you'd feel like this is this should win. Yeah, and it didn't. It was yeah. it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was just it just didn't work. Just didn't work. No. So, uh, yeah. And then after that, it was right around uh, Life of the Party. Which uh, her li- husband also did. Yeah, Life of the Party, 2018, there was two movies, mm. Life of the Party, and another movie that a lot of kids like. Okay. Uh, that they're really into it is Happy Time Murders. Oh. Because it's, <laughs> it's got puppets. And who doesn't love puppets? We've talked about this at a live show before. Yeah. This is the most R-rated. Do not show your kids. Show it! Ha- I mean, it has murders in the title, so yeah. I doubt you will. But Happy Murders, though. It is. Happy Time Murders. They're Happy Murders. <laughs> this is the most Oh, that might be. I know we're talking about how the heat was yeah. the most R-rated comedy role she's done. Yeah, I lied. Yeah. It's Happy Time Murders. Yeah. Now, Life of the Party. Yeah. It, it got shit on quite a bit. Yeah. I actually, didn't. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't. No, horrible. It wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah. She goes back. She's an adult. She's yeah. getting a divorce. Her husband was cheating on him mm. on her. And then she wants to go back and get her college degree. Yeah. And it's just this thing about a woman in her middle-aged woman. Back at school, yeah. and then actually like having a life and partying and stuff, yeah, and also getting her degree. the The premise is solid, yeah. Basically, back to school with Rodney Dangerfield, yeah, kind of same thing. Changes, yeah, a little course, bit of twist, yeah. But she wasn't a professional swim diver, but yeah. oh, back to school, the triple so. Lindy, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's still a funny concept, and it was a decent role. Mm. But I put it middle tier if we're ranking mm. her roles. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And then she got into the Netflix deal. Yeah, yeah. She did Super Intelligence. And Thunder Force. And Thunder Force. Yeah, yeah. Super Intelligence and Thunder Force. Not good. No. Both were just not great. Especially Thunder Force, man. It was hard to watch. It was just... It didn't tap into... How funny she is, yeah. right? Like, and uh, no, I just, I just didn't like it. Yeah. So yeah. these Netflix, and that was the year where Netflix was like, okay, we're gonna mm. pay for the talent. We're gonna get Red Notice. We're right. gonna do a movie with Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer, and yeah. they put a lot of money into billions yeah. into yeah. this, right? So you got to have a better script. Like yeah. it, it just, it didn't work and it wasn't funny and it's not a great role for her besides some other slightly dramatic stuff. And as we mentioned at the beginning, the whole point of this conversation right. was that she is starring as Ursula, the villain in the new live action, little mermaid film, uh, which is 
mixed reviews as far as audience and critics. I think I heard. I heard people but say I, it was pretty good. From the trailer, I haven't seen it yet. Yep. She's doing a. It looks like she does a great job as mm. Ursula. Be money you saw. She does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melissa right. McCarthy does a good job as Ursula right. in a live action, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. And then most importantly, we actually just learned this to to research for this yeah. show that they are going to make. Fingers crossed. Yeah, a Heat two. They say it's in development. That's cool. Nobody was signed on yet, but I'll take it. It said development. I'll take it. If it's her and Sandra again, let's go. I'm in. Make it more R-rated. Make yeah. it more funny. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's basically the. There's a lot more, but those are our favorite yeah. roles that she's played. Mm-hmm. How would you rank? Give me your top three. I'm still going with Heat. Number one. Yeah. And it's a far number one. And then number two is the boss. Okay. For sure. And number three is somewhere. Uh, it's between Happy Time Murders and Identity Thief. Okay. Yeah. I don't have her bridesmaids. I still liked her in bridesmaids, but it's not my top three. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind right now. All right. Bridesmaids is number one. Okay. For me. Okay. It was my first, besides Mike and Molly, my first introduction to her. Mm. The fact that she keeps a straight face mm-hmm. and kills all these off the cuff lines, yeah, all the the bonus like things that they tried and kept in the movie, yeah, that will always stick with me. What she, the fact that you have this massive, she's not the star, yeah, she's like fifth yeah. banana, yeah, and she steals the entire movie, yeah. So roles wise, I put bridesmaids, then I'm going heat, yeah, and then I'm gonna go. I think I got to do Identity Thief. Mm-hmm. I want to say The Boss Yeah. Uh, if I had to put it in a tiebreaker. Yeah. But uh, I do Bridesmaids, The Heat, and Identity Thief. Those right. are my Melissa McCarthy rankings. Thank you so much for listening to the K-Dog and Fish podcast. We can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google, everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Appreciate you guys so much. Until next time, I'm Fish. K-Dog. We'll see you again soon. Peace.